welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I hope that you're having so far a very happy day after Super Bowl day. Uh, let's even discuss that just briefly. I think that the day after the Super Bowl should be a optional holiday, not just for men, for women. This should be one of those optional days that you get to take off. A lot of people came together yesterday. Before I get into the normal show, you know how I like to do. If you've been with me for any time, I've heard any strange talk with docs, we're going to hit on a subject before we go to, and it's going to be really brief today. If it has been broken, it's your job to get it fixed. If it has been broken beyond repair, let it go. Move on to something else. Buy a new one. Get a new person. Remove that person from your life. Because if it's broken and you're still trying to make it work, it doesn't make sense. Just use your head. Move on. Sometimes things break for a reason. And I'm talking relationships. I'm talking physical things. And it's all right. Uh, save. Squirrel away. Make sure that you're prepared for the inevitable. Things wear out. Sometimes things play out and you can just let it go. You don't have to sweat it so much. That's basically what I'm saying. Don't sweat it. You have to be brave enough. Just grow up here. Either you fight to fix it or you fight to make sure that you can replace it. Now on with our show. Uh, my mother-in-law passed away this last week. She was a sweet lady. I don't play the other mother thing. That's just not me. But she was a sweet lady. She never really bothered me. No, I'm going to reiterate this. She never bothered me. We've had one or two conversations back in the beginning of me and my wife's relationship about kids. We stated our case that, you know, you wasn't going to get grandchildren from us. And that was the end of it. After that, I just found her to be a dear, sweet lady. Uh, she will be missed. Uh, I'm going to respect her family by not saying her name. That's not what I do here. I don't reveal anybody who's not in any form of celebrity status's name. But I do want to take a second to give some kind of honor and respect to my mother-in-law, who, like I said, she brought my wife into this world. She raised my wife to be a good woman, and I appreciate her. And I will always appreciate her all the days of my life. So rest in peace to my mother-in-law. Former Yankee, Gerald Williams, two-time World Series champs. I believe he was actually traded during the 1996 season with the Yankees, but he still was a member of that team. He helped to build what became the Yankee dynasty. He passed away at the young age of 55. Jeremy Giambi, who played in the major league as Jason Giambi's little brother, he committed suicide, I believe. And I don't want, don't, don't quote me on that. But this is the rumors that he committed suicide at the age of 47. And funk pioneer and ex-wife of Miles Davis, Mrs. Betty Davis, died at the age of 77. Ivan Reichman, the producer and director, and sometimes he only produced, sometimes he only directed, but he had some classics like Animal House, Ghostbusters, Private Parts, Space Jams. I believe he even did some Bill Murray movies. He died at the age of 75. Um, 
COVID cases in the United States of America up to 80 million. 944,000 people have died vaccinated with supposedly up to 548 million in one way, shape, or another, meaning boosters, one shot, two shots, etc. Worldwide, we had 413 million cases and 5.9 million people have died so far. So the Winter Olympics is still going on and uh, nobody really cares. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's going to continue to Sunday, February 20th. Uh, in, it's in China. And today is Valentine's Day, people. Make sure you go out and you get your sweetie something. I don't care if it's just a card. And you know what? Even if you can't make it to get a card, go online and create a card of your own. Let her know that she's special to you. Let him know that he's special to you, ladies. Uh, I think it's foolish that Valentine's comes so close after Christmas where people have spent gobs of money already. But this is a day of love. So show that special person that you love them. Just don't be corny. Don't be getting engaged today. Wait to the weekend. Wait to Thursday. Wait to any day. I consider it cheating, and I've said this over the years. If you get engaged on Valentine's, you're just trying to get some kind of props for being able to remember the date you got engaged. And you don't want her special day to be lumped in with millions of other knuckleheads. So pass on that one if you possibly can. I reviewed uh, listened to a couple of albums this week. I listened to the Weekend's Dawn FM album. Could not stand it. I, I thought it was drivel. Uh, I'm passing on that. I give it a big, huge thumbs down. I don't know what you think of it. but And I also listened to Taylor Swift's Fearless, quote-unquote Taylor's versions. This was also a horrible CD to listen to. I barely could make it through. It was too many ballads, nothing that made me feel any kind of way other than bored. So I give that also a big, huge thumbs down. For some of you who are fans, season 11 of The Walking Dead has returned. I did not watch last night's uh, episode because I am in was watching the Super Bowl. I thought the NFL Honors this week was outstanding television for an award show for football, I thought it was done well. It would move quickly. It was not boring at any point in time. They didn't have any, like, variety acts. So Keegan-Michael Key did a very good job. I enjoyed it. Power Book 4, Force. The first episode was last week. Yesterday was episode 2. I have not got to watch that yet. But I did enjoy episode 1. Tommy's a wise-ass, you know. We expect what we expect out of him. I finally started watching Hawkeye. I'm like into the fourth episode of Hawkeye. And I think that Hawkeye is an outstanding Marvel series. If you have not watched it, you should watch it. Like I said, I'm up to episode four. This is not about really killing and stuff. This is a lighthearted Hawkeye. I mean, it's dealing with some serious issues, but he's trying to get home. He's dealing with this Kate Bishop, a young, very young Kate Bishop. And we're still trying to figure out who the true bad guys are at this point. But it's entertaining, and I can't wait to finish this up. I think it's only six episodes, and I'm on four, so it's almost over anyway. 
I want to say congratulations to Miss Erin Jackson, 29-year-old African-American woman. She is the first one in history to take gold medal in speed skating. And she did this at the Winter Olympics, and she won the 500-meter speed 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 skating race so once again congratulations to mrs aaron jackson this weekend we had ufc 271 alessandra versus robert whitaker number two it was a very interesting good fight uh, i didn't think that alessandra was in trouble at any point in time in this fight he pretty much coasted to victory I mean, I don't know what kind of fight it's going to take at that weight class with his height and reach and skill set to beat him, but it's definitely not Robert Whitaker, who I like. Roxanne Modafori fought Casey O'Neill in her retirement match. Roxanne went out on a sword. I mean, they both batted each other. Casey O'Neill threw an outlandish amount of punches. It was a very good fight. I'm very proud of Roxanne for always showing determination and fight and being in there even when she's outclassed but never giving up i think she's an inspiration i wish her nothing but the very best going forward tui tayavesa for Derek lewis and these two big men went at it they were bomb strong left and bomb strong right but tui caught Derek with an elbow and it was like almost a slow motion, delayed reaction knockout. But it was a very good fight. And Tua is a handful for anybody. Uh, I wish him nothing but future success. And Derek Lewis did not look bad. I mean, he he looked like he had worked on some wrestling skills. He took Tui down a couple of times. I mean, he actually shocked me. But I knew that somebody was going to go to sleep. So UFC 271 was a very good card out and out. I enjoyed it. Next week in UFC was supposed to be Rafael Dos Anjos versus Rafael Favari, but that fight has been called out. Favar seems to have some kind of visa issue, so he can't get there. So they have pushed Johnny Walker versus Jamal Hill into the main event. Also on this card, we're going to have Jessica Rose Clark is fighting Stephanie Egger. So this should be an interesting one. I like to give you what I consider to be the games of the week in the NBA and only the best games. Tonight, Monday, you got the Warriors versus the Lakers. The Lakers are really tanking. LeBron was at the Super Bowl last night. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. They're multiple games under 500. They're not looking good, so I'm not expecting a lot out of Lakers. Matter of fact, they just played each other, I believe, Friday or Saturday. Klay Thompson had his best game of the season. Tuesday, we got the Celtics versus the 76ers. I don't know if Harden will be playing his first game. I don't know when he'll be ready, but the 76ers and Embiid have been balling, so this should be a good game. You also have the Clippers versus the Suns. The Suns are awesome. Uh, I never thought that Chris Paul would be leading a team so good at this late stage of his career, but he's doing so. Wednesday, we have the Battle of New York, the Nets versus the Knicks. The Nets are on a super long losing streak. I believe they've lost 10 or 11 in a row. Uh, it's time to turn this thing around or this season is going to get out of control quick. You also have the Jazz playing the Lakers. You got the Nuggets versus the Warriors. Now, Thursday, you got the Heats versus the Hornets. The Hornets are up-and-coming young team. 
LaMelo ball is balling out for them. Uh, they're a very good young team. They should be a playoff squad. And then you also have the 76ers versus the Bucks. Now, this is, again, Thursday night. You got Embiid going up against Giannis Apopotombo. So that should be interesting. And after that, we go into the All-Star break. We'll get into that in another minute. Now, on Friday, no, actually on Saturday, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. But this also includes the playoffs. And he now has 44,152 points. I believe he's still 2,000 points short of Kareem for regular season, but we know that is coming. The NBA released his 15 greatest coaches list this week. There's a lot of controversy with that. Uh, you could check out the list yourself. I have a picture of all the coaches. If you're watching this via YouTube, you could just pause it when you see it, and you'll see the list of the coaches. I'm not going to go into each and every one. Everybody has a preference about what kind of coach they like and who they think should have been omitted or was omitted and should not have been. That's a personal decision. I'm not going to make that for you. This week, we had the Nets trade James Harding and Paul Millsap to the Philadelphia 76ers, and they received Ben Simmons, Steph Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick, unprotected, a 2027 first-round pick, unprotected. I say that the Philadelphia 76ers got completely and utter robbed on this one. I mean, to get Ben Simmons, who's a baby, Steph Curry, who could shoot, Andre Drummond, who's a big man, plus the two picks for Paul Millsap, who's like 36, 37, or James Harding, who 32. I mean, he can make a big difference with Embiid, but do you just see Embiid and Harding being good enough with uh, another player there to win a championship? I don't know. I mean, you can't lose outside shooting like Steph Curry. Okay. Now, Friday, like I said, we go into All-Star Weekend. After Thursday's the last regular season game, then we go into All-Star Weekend. Friday night, you're going to have the Celebrity All-Star Game and the Rising Stars Game, which is the first and second year players. Saturday, you have the All-Star Saturday night, which is going to be the Skills Challenge the three-point contest, and the slam dunk. Now, I always look forward to All-Star Saturday night. Three-point skills and slam dunk are some of my favorite. And then Sunday, you're going to have the 71st NBA All-Star game. You got Team LeBron going up against Team Durant, who I don't even think is playing because Durant has been injured. I mean, is this going to resemble anything close to a real basketball game? No. But it's going to be NBA players that you know just going up and down the court, dunking. It's a fun game if that's your type of thing. So the Texans hired Lovey Smith as their new head coach. So one black coach has been hired. Uh, I guess they think that satisfies everything. One out of nine jobs, and the one that they pick is Lovey Smith. I hope Lovey Smith uh, can do the best that he can in Texas. The Houston Texans are a bad organization right now. 
they don't have a lot of players. I mean, they might lose Deshaun Watson. I mean, he might have to be replaced. So you, you come into a situation where you might need a brand-new quarterback. That's never easy. Black guys who get hired for these jobs, they always get these projects, if you will. Now, at the NFL Honors, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award went to Andrew Whitworth, who seems like an outstanding guy. Aaron Rodgers won the MVP back-to-back, second year in a row. Cooper Cup won the Offensive Player of the Year. Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Vrabel was the coach of the year. Micah Parsons was the unanimous defensive rookie of the year. Jamar Case, who just played in the Super Bowl, was the offensive rookie of the year. Joe Barrow won comeback player of the year. Tom Brady and Jonathan Taylor, awesome Jonathan Taylor, won the air and ground players of the year. T.J. Watt won the defensive player of the year. Now, the Hall of Fame class for 2022 was Tony Buscelli, Leroy Butler, the late great Sam Mills, Richard Seymour, Brian Young, the late great Cliff Branch, Art McNally, who was a referee in the league, and Dick Vermeil, who coached the Los Angeles Rams to their last Super Bowl. Now, yesterday was Super Bowl Sunday, and as you know, the Los Angeles Rams are the Super Bowl champions. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. to Cooper Cup was your MVP. Uh, was this a great game? No. Was this a competitive game? Yes. Was it a, a game that kept your interest? Sure it was. Uh, Stafford threw three touchdowns, threw two interceptions. Odell Beckham got injured in the first half. Uh Aaron Donald put on a defensive show in the fourth quarter. Him and Floyd were outstanding. You had moments where Vaughn Miller was good. The offensive line for the Cincinnati Bengals betrayed Joe Barrow. Once again, they might have given up an all-time record for the most sacks allowed in a Super Bowl. They gave up nine against Tennessee. They was able to win that game. And they gave up at least seven to eight yesterday in the Super Bowl. The halftime show, Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cents a Surprise, Kendrick Lamar, and Snoop Dogg was an outstanding. When I watched it live, did I think it was outstanding? No, but I re-watched it this morning to get a, a clearer mind on it. NBC sound mix for the Super Bowl halftime show was outlandish. It was very bad. It, you could barely hear the artists perform. So I had to re-listen to it. I watched it on YouTube on the NFL channel, and it was outstanding. These people put what they needed to put out there. They didn't embarrass themselves. There was no mumbling. It was clear. It was concise. These were songs that everybody knew. And like I said, 50 Cent was a shot. Anderson Park playing the drums was a surprise. All in all, the best? No. A lot of people are going to go with this, the best, because they're the hip-hop generation, and they love these artists. I love these artists, too, but was it the best? Could anything beat Shakira and uh, Bruno Mars and uh, J-Lo? No. Those were better halftime. The commercials, for the most part, nothing really stuck with me, other than seeing the reunion of the Sopranos kids. It was nice to see that 
uh, the Sopranos kids were looking good. They look healthy. They look like life's been treating them well. They don't look beaten and beaten and batted. So that was a great thing to see. Next week, I am going to do a show and it's clear and it's concise and it's easy. Are you a follower? Do you need to be led in some way? Let me lead you. Now, don't jump to conclusions about what I am saying. I'm going to repeat that. Are you a follower and need to be led? Let me lead you. I am not begging you. I am telling you. Let me lead you. Now, once again, you have to tune in to get the idea of what I'm getting at. I'm not going to leak that. There's no previews other than the title. And once again, people, if it's broken, just fix it. If you cannot fix it, if it's broken beyond repair, please discard it. It is not a bad thing to discard anything that is broken beyond repair. You can get a new one. If you have faith, you can replace it. Things in this life are to be replaced, to be redone, to be reworked, to be edited. That's what we do with life. Okay? I appreciate you listening. I always appreciate you listening. Your viewership means everything to me. If you want to holler at me, feel free to do so. I don't care if you do it via email. I don't care if you leave me a message on my site. If you like it, dislike it, it's your call. Uh, Once again, this is Strange Talk with Doc. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours. Have a great week.